also the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast, Hyphenation. I'm your dashing, daring, debonair host, Kellen Conley. 32 degrees here in Morgantown today. Cold, but we are living. Supposed to get up in the 50s. Oh, climate change is real, ladies and gentlemen. Morgantown Weather Report brought to you by nothing, because I have nothing that I'm drinking in the car right now. I have an empty water bottle, two empty water bottles. Had coffee earlier. Trying to take my freaking health more seriously, believe it or not, because I still find ways to test myself, even though I ended up in the hospital last July. But we working. We working. That's what's most important. So what's up, everybody? As Anthony would say, what's up, everybody? Or as they say, the beginning of Browns on Our Blood. So they go like this. They go, what's up, everybody? My name's, that's Anthony Sellers. That's Eric Jordan. And I'm Kellen Conley or whatever. So <laughs> crazy week, man. Y'all got three episodes last week. I missed, what was it? La- was it last Sunday I missed or a Thursday ago or so? And then I made up for it. Because I had the Thursday show, and then uh, Miles Garrett hit Mason Rudolph in the head with a helmet. Let me just say right now, I am pissed that Mason Rudolph still hasn't had anything. If there's been any fines or anything other than that $250,000 the Steelers organization's got to pay, I haven't seen it. It's ridiculous. Mason Rudolph started the fight. You can look at the footage. I am not condoning Miles Garrett's actions with smashing the football helmet into Mason Rudolph's skull. That was vicious. It was heinous. But Mason Rudolph just kept on coming. And still... He'll be starting for the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Ugh. And then on top of that, this whole thing with Colin Kaepernick this weekend, there's been reports that Jay-Z is the one who went to Roger Goodell saying he put his reputation on the line working with the NFL. And then with everything being changed on Saturday from where the NFL originally set everything up and then moving it to uh, I believe it was the Falcons training facility where they were set up at they could have been in I don't think they were in the it's not called the Georgia Dome anymore I don't think it was that Falcons actual field (sighs) but man it's all a farce Jay-Z what Jay-Z did because he's a businessman I tried defending it There was really no defending it. (laughs) I'm not saying Marcus was right. But there hasn't been a lot to show for what has happened um, since this whole Jay-Z Rock Nation NFL deal was announced. So that whole thing was a farce. We continue to hope that Colin Kaepernick will get a job. But we all know that was a lie if Maury was here. I've talked a lot, a lot of sports, though, lately, man. I hope y'all enjoyed the Kendrick Lamar episode uh, versus Childish Gambino that uh, me and Marcus had done for Isla Powell back in August. So I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, that was a huge bailout because I was trying to record something special for the Sunday episode. It hasn't come together as of yet. I'm not going to say what it is, but it is on the docket, so to speak. So that hopefully that, that episode will be materializing sometime soon. Oh, man, but Hyphen Nation is brought to you by Hyphen Podcast Group, a Morgantown, West Virginia-based podcast collective bringing great podcasts to the people, hyphenpodcastgroup.com, and by Mark Robb, written by my semi-regular co-host, Marcus Robinson, who you just heard on episode 134. This is episode 135. Feels like 100 was just a second ago, and technically it was. Oh, man. That's uh, the M-A-R-C-R-O-B dot WordPress dot com. 
Lots of great written word by Mr. Showing Mad Love. Check that out. Uh, he puts in work, and you must respect it. First topic. I finally got myself a Popeye sandwich. That's right. So let, let me tell you what happened. When all the hubbub happened, back in, uh, she looks like Chelsea Peretti a little bit. When all that hubbub happened, back in, uh, whatchamacallit, what was that, September? When uh, everything was happening with um, the Popeyes versus Chick-fil-A thing. I was like, oh man, let me go get a Popeye's chicken sandwich. So Anthony said, I want to get Popeye's. I was like, oh, cool. He wants to try the sandwich. No, not Anthony. Anthony just want to get some regular old Popeye's. He got a black man living inside of him, apparently. <laughs> and um, so we went to the Popeye's. It's in a section of Morgantown called Saberton. Let me break it down for you. There's sections to this shit. So Morgantown proper is the main city. That That's where WVU was based at, West Virginia University. That's where the campus is. But then there's these little cities. Like right now, I'm driving through Westover, where I work. Westover is its own city, but it's part of Morgantown, technically. And that's where um, I work at. And the Morgantown Mall's over there, so that's why I normally record um, over by the mall. Just FYI. Then there is Star City. Star City is not so much a city. It is, but it's not. I don't know which which parts of town. Well, I know Westover officially is kind of like, welcome, this is Westover. This is Westover. This is Westover. And it's like its own quadrant of Morgantown. And then there's Star City, which is a smaller section, but it's also part of Morgantown. And then there's Saberton, where Popeyes is at. And where one of the worst KFCs ever is at. I don't eat there because it's trash. Which makes me sad. I enjoy a good KFC piece of chicken every now and then. But not, not in Saberton. So Saberton is like eh, five minutes away from where I live. I live in a section called First Ward. Which is still Morgantown proper. Not a lot of people say I live in First Ward. Uh, there's Suncrest. There's Brookhaven. I think we lived in, was Brookhaven when we lived in Louise? I don't know. I'd have to ask Angel. There's all these little sections. Anyway, like I said, Popeye's is in uh, Saberton. So me and Anthony hop in the car and go over to Saberton. And Popeye's is slammed. Like, line out to the main road, drive through full. We're like, oh, we'll go inside. Wrong. Wrong. Looked like there's... 55 people in there waiting on this chicken sandwich. And so, as you know, the Popeye's chicken sandwich had to go away for a while because the supplies just went so quickly. So, it was announced on November the 2nd, don't quote me, that they were bringing back the sandwich. And so I, was, I almost went that day to go get Popeye's, but had some other things going on, whatever. I already had food, so there's no point. So I got off work on Saturday. And after work, normally on, whenever I work on a Saturday, I have to be at work at like 10 to 9. So normally I'll get off work and go back home. And I knew that the girls were out because they had been, they've been doing this community of caring um, program that's uh, essentially uh, donates food and clothing to those that need it and it's a, a great thing and we're trying to get Aaliyah to be active in the service community you know let, let her know it's good to give back to other people I mean we ain't rich by no means even though maps will tell you different <laughs> but uh, you know we, we, we're trying to show that you it's good to good to give back to the people and so I was like, man, I'm, I'm a little hungry. And they might still be out. I'm going to at least drive over to Saberton to Popeye's to see what's going on. Because I figured it had been a few weeks. And I was like, I'm probably going to pull up and it's going to say we don't have chicken sandwiches. Which is going to be a disappointment. But I pull up to Popeye's and I 
get a call from Angel. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm at Popeye's. She's like, why are you at Popeye's? I'm like, I'm gonna give me some chicken sandwiches. I'm driving around right now. And previously, they had signs up that said, no chicken sandwiches, no chicken sandwiches. <laughs> There's no sign saying no chicken sandwiches. And then they had their normal advertisement. It's back, spicy chicken sandwich, uh, classic chicken sandwich. So I was like, I'm gonna get some chicken sandwiches. So Lane's like, I want nuggets. I want ten. I want chicken tenders or chicken. Tenders. I want um um sandwiches. That's not really her voice, but close enough. And so I get in line, and Angel's like, Well, I'll take one if they have it. And if it's spicy, that's fine. And getting Leah some nuggets or and some potato wedges. So I go through the line. Popeyes doesn't have potato wedges, so that's out. <laughs> uh, so I end up getting this uh, $10 box that had a bunch of chicken tenders, so Leah could pick at that, and some fries, because they both wanted fries. And then I'm like, let me get two chicken sandwiches, two classics, and then let me get one spicy. And they're like, uh, well, uh, actually, uh, we can't do that. You're going to have two through the drive-thru. And I actually knew the girl who said it, so I'm not mocking you. I'm just mocking the rules. But if this is the rules that y'all have in place to kind of maintain the population of chicken sandwiches, I'm okay with that. I'm not going. I'm not going to fight. I, I can't fight the feeling. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, give me one spicy, one classic, because I could have walked in and got the spicy, but I was like, am I really going to eat three of these or two of these? I was planning on it, but. Actually, no, I wasn't. <laughs> so I get the sandwiches, get back to the house, and meet the girls there. They just got back. And Angel's like, oh, well, I left my window down. I thought somebody broke in, and my purse is in the car. The whole time we were in the in this uh, building uh, doing a community caring thing. Nothing's missing in the car. I just left my window down because I rolled it down, talked to the guy, asked him where to park. And I'm like, all right, cool. I once left your car door wide open at the hospital for X amount of minutes while I went to go find Matt. So I can relate. I can tell you that story now because uh, the RAV4 was two cars ago now. <laughs> so we get inside, get everybody situated, and I sit down and I have myself a spicy chicken sandwich from Popeyes to see what all the hubbub's about, man. And the piece of chicken is definitely bigger than Chick-fil-A. So there's probably no way that I had any business eating two of them. I would have powered through. Because in my head sometimes, I'm a professional eater. <laughs> and I will take down some food. Which explains why I'm so rotund at times. But I, I bite into it. The, the piece of chicken is very good. Just by itself. The breading, everything. It's a solid piece of chicken. Popeye's makes good chicken. It's very good. And it has these giant pickles on it. Which is, uh, they're bigger than Popeye, than uh, Chick-fil-A's. And I love me a pickle. Angel doesn't like pickles. I ate her pickles. And start eating. And she's like, is it spicy? I'm like, I think the sauce is spicy, but I don't know about the breading. She's eating hers. I'm like, what do you think? She's like, it's good. And I, I just start eating mine, man. I'm just going to close my eyes. And as I'm eating it, it's getting, I'm getting more spice. So I'm thinking there's spice in the breading. And so... I'm just savoring every bite. And this chicken sandwich is incredible. It lived up to every single bit of the hype that was surrounding it. So I'm eating this thing. It's a two-hand sandwich. You, you can't hold this sandwich with one hand. You got to have two hands on it. And I'm eating it, and every bite is just delicious. The bread is perfect. Sandwich is hot as it could be from a five-minute drive back from Saberton. And, you know, sitting in the car. And I finish it. My mouth's on fire. I'm like, oof. Oof. But it's a good burn, because I don't mind it. I don't mind a little spice. I don't like hot, hot. I'm not blazing hot wings, guy. We've had that discussion before. But I do like a little hot, and I was like, oof. And I gotta say, I think Popeye's got the better chicken sandwich. Now, price-wise, no. <laughs> a, a 
a uh, Chick-fil-A sandwich. And if Tyler goes to Chick-fil-A today, I may get him I may get him give me a spicy chicken sandwich just so I can just so I can compare cuz it's been a minute. And I like I like Chick-fil-A spicy chicken sandwich, but and when they first introduced it years ago, I I, I would get them. But then the novelty kind of wore off cuz I was like like eh, it's fine, but you know, the the classic is still just as good. So, I may get Tyler to grab me one today. But man, my microphone's all the way over here. Sorry if the audio seems far away. That was just a very good sandwich. And I could see why they were going in droves. Now, I don't condone any of the violence that's taking place. And I believe once my shot or killed over one of these bitches, which is not cool at all. It's only a sandwich, people fights breaking out. I saw there was a fight that broke out in a Popeye's um, somewhere. Just the employees were fighting. And in the middle of it, it was like, I'd say sometime in the evening, maybe even night somewhere. And these employees are hopping over counters and swinging at each other. Like, man, they mad too. I can understand there's been a lot of pressure put on them though. (laughs) But I don't know what the fight was about. I didn't look into it. It was just like, man... This world is wild. So I had me a Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's spicy. And it gets... I, I'm going to... I'm, I used to do this thing on, on my on my site. Be hyphen.com, now hyphen universe. Where I'd be like... I would review things and give it like... Had this little picture of my face. And I'd give it 9 out of 10 hyphens. 5 out of 10 hyphens with pictures and shit. Because I'm super clever. And I'm... This might be 9 out of 10 hyphens. I'm not giving it a full thing because I'd like to try it again to see if it wasn't a fluke. You know, like maybe I was just hungry. Maybe, you know, I just was really craving it. Maybe it's all in my head, but I'm going to get it again here soon. I'm going to try it again. And I'll let you know. I will say, though, that the spices definitely was uh, hurting my stomach later. But not not in a I feel sick kind of way. More like a damn, that burns. Ugh. As I was still digesting hours later, and it and it, I mean it was just a good sandwich, man. I may I'm sold on at least a spicy chicken being better than the classic than a Chick Fil A spicy chicken. Um, so I'm gonna have to try another spicy, and I'm gonna have to try a classic. But if the classic's anywhere near as good as that spicy was, man, they're not gonna take away any business from Chick Fil A. There's too many white people that love Chick-fil-A. Too many Christians. (laughs) And black people love Chick-fil-A too. So let me not be that way. But man, that was a tasty sandwich. First recommendation of the day. Go get you a Popeye's chicken sandwich safely. Don't hurt anybody. Don't kill anybody. Don't shoot anybody. Don't stab anybody. Don't punch anybody. Get yourself a sandwich the normal professional way of being a person way and check it out. I wasn't disappointed. Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy SB the Ghost. I want to shout out Kellen hyphen Conley and his podcast hyphen Nation, which just had his hundredth episode. Hip Hop Manifesto and the hyphen podcast group. I want to say congratulations. Love is love from SB the Ghost, LOX D Block. Keep doing what you're doing. And shout out to Shiver because he cared about y'all and love y'all. Salute, Ghost told you so. Next topic. This is going to be a fun one. Today is Nikki's birthday. And you may remember Nikki from episode 25, according to iTunes, his most popular episode. I mean, it was about. Wicked and Alphaba and everything in between. So, well, she was talking about Wicked and it was a good episode. I was drinking Pinot Grigio, so I was happy. We are going to try to call Nikki to tell her happy birthday. Now, if she picks up, it'll be surprising. She'll probably be like, oh, I can't talk right now. Like, I just want to tell you happy birthday. So let's see. She's not gonna pick up. Come on, Nikki. You've reached the voicemail with Nikki Cannon. 
I can't come to the phone right now, but if you'll leave your name, number, and a brief message, I'll get right back to you. Thanks. Told you. At the tone, please record. So we're going to leave her a happy birthday message. Finished recording. You may hang up or press one for more options. Hello, Nikki. Just want to let you know I was calling to tell you happy birthday. If you're wondering why I'm using my radio voice, it's because I'm recording the Barack Obama approved World's Greatest Podcast right now. And I figured it'd be kind of cool if you had picked up the phone to uh, hear my voice. But anyway, I just want to let you know that on your 29th birthday, your second 29th birthday, I hope you have a great day. I wish you and Poppy and Ryan all the best. Poppy's her new dog, by the way, and Ryan's her roommate. Um, hope you're having a fabulous day. You're probably working your tail off as you usually do. I do want to tell you that I am proud of you, proud of the woman you've become and the woman you're still becoming, and a person, just so that we're not leaving anything out. Um, hopefully, you could be on the podcast sometime again, because you were supposed to do Hamilton, and then you are like, didn't do Hamilton because you're like sleeping at like seven o'clock. It's weird. I get it though. You work very hard. So hope you're having a good day. I will talk to you soon and I love you. And that's it. <laughs> Bye. Call ended. Okay. So hopefully she'll enjoy that voicemail. If she even listens to it, I'm going to see her probably in two weeks. I'm like, you listen to my voicemail? No. Young people don't listen to voicemail. You young people. You don't check your voicemail. How are you supposed to know who called you if you don't leave a voice if you don't listen to your voicemail? <laughs> Let me get off my high horse, man. Next topic. Next real topic. So something happened. I think it was last Tuesday. I think last Tuesday it happened. Uh, And what had happened was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time came back. Kind of. So what had happened was CM Punk, Phil Brooks. By the way, the Coca Cabana case is over. Nothing happened. It got dismissed. Pretty much court said, you're both being ridiculous about all this. So the Coca Cabana thing now is holding against them with not paying the bills. It got dismissed. So, I mean, it is what it is. And let me let me just check on that real quick because I, I I haven't done I just want to make sure podcast and one oh one they settled their lawsuit. So let, let's read the official thing from Forbes. Thursday important but succinct update appeared on docket for Scott Cabana Cabana Colton's lawsuit against Phil C. Punk Brooks. Uh dismissed by stipulation or agreement over it, having been initiated by Punk, came one day of Punk's lawyers have filed a stipulation and dismissed the case. So they settled it. So, Punk did pay, I guess. Got it over with. So, the rumor was... For a while... That... CM Punk had auditioned... For the Fox Sports 1, the FS1 show, WWE Backstage. Which has only been on for a few weeks... Since SmackDown moved to... Uh, Fox and it's a weekly show that they do on Tuesday nights at 11 I'm trying to is Wikipedia failing me right now oh whatever and the show is hosted by Renee Young and I believe Booker T is on there and Paige is on there among other people and what happened at the end last week the music hit and your boy CM Punk came walking through the curtain and came out and said I'll be here next week and it's gonna be a, a big deal and all this stuff I'm just looking at this see the host great show yeah. oh my God. Oh my God. 
Adam Cole was there. Samoa Joe was on. We like to have those like those iconic. Yeah. So yeah. CM Punk is back, but not technically. So let me break it down for you. He is an employee of Fox Sports One. While he works for WWE backstage, he is not or on the show WWE backstage is completely a Fox driven show. So while WWE does have some input on the content that goes into it, ultimately he's a Fox Sports employee. So he does not work for World Wrestling Entertainment at this moment. But as someone who witnessed his last match, by the way, in case I hadn't mentioned it millions of times, in 2014 in January at the Royal Rumble in Pittsburgh. And then, of course, followed closely his explosive departure and then eventually leading to him doing the podcast of Colcabana that they uh, ended up, that WWE and Dr. Ammon ended up suing Punk over and then Punk ended up winning. And then ultimately Colt decided to sue Punk because he said Punk said he would pay for bills and stuff and he didn't do it. And that's when I was like, Phil, 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 I'm mad at Phil. He settled, he paid up. So that's over with. This is crazy. Because apparently, CM Punk turned down a very lucrative deal from AEW. So let me, let me just check on that. Because I'm behind on my wrestling news really badly. So I, I need to get caught up. But he, I'm trying to see. Let's see. Here we go. The whole... Prom- this is from uh, eWrestling.com. But... Dave Meltzer reported AEW not only made an offer to CM Punk to join them, but they opened dialogue with him dating as far back as 2018, long before the promotion even came into existence. When Khan, first exposed, started, uh, Tony Khan, the founder and president of AEW, first started exploring uh, the possibility that he have a new wrestling company, Punk was reportedly one of the first people he contacted. AEW's offer was significant, and Punk even had a, at least one personal face-to-face meeting with Khan. Um, talks went cold when AEW was ready to launch. According to Punk, two sides had discussions recently as June where an offer where Punk, that's when Punk was saying they hit him up through text message and all this. So, your boy, my boy, your friend, Phil Brooks, turned down All Elite Wrestling to be a part of that whole new promotion and be a big part of it. Now, you see what former, uh, I believe he was the 2017 Best in the World performer, you saw what Chris Jericho, you see what Chris Jericho is doing over there right now as the first AEW World Heavyweight Champion. He's killing it. You see what John Moxley and Kenny Omega did to each other at um, Full Gear. While the show still, while AEW Dynamite is still kind of getting its feet under them as well as far as a weekly program and stuff, the stuff that AEW is getting from their major talent is incredible. It's must-see TV, even though I'm not watching it because I haven't been watching any wrestling, but everything that I've seen and read about AEW so far has been outstanding. For CM Punk, someone who has been out the game for five years at this point, two MA, two UFC fights, lost them both. Uh, I don't know if he's still training MMA. I would imagine that he's not. And then, you know, he's, he's been doing commentary. It just it just seems like that for him to get this Godfather deal from AEW and be like, we want you to be a part of this. This is a major deal. And they were they were talking. But obviously this is past the um, Truth Jackson fight. And then it's they said right before the launch of AEW, which had been all or nothing earlier this year, talks went cold. It tells me one and one thing only about CM Punk. Two things, actually. Let's be fair. First thing, 
and probably the, the most apparent thing, CM Punk will not ever step into a wrestling ring again. While he's repeatedly said he doesn't want any part of being a part, like he doesn't want to wrestle. He doesn't want to wrestle for WWE. He doesn't want to do indies. He just wants, he doesn't want to wrestle. He wants to fight and he has no interest. He's been there, done that. He said that in countless interviews at this point. There's always been that hope in the back of my mind and everyone's mind that this might, that all it would take is the right deal in the right place, right time. Of course, there was that rumor that he was at that show in Chicago, the independent show at that, uh, it's like the last show at a um, famous uh, place that held house shows or an independent scene. Repeatedly, reportedly, he came in as the mass wrestler and there was a GTS, but it was never confirmed by Punk or anyone whether or not that was actually CM Punk. There was rumors, and this is a ridiculous rumor, rumor that well, this doesn't even make any sense. Hold on. I saw this on uh, YouTube. CM Punk Sin Cara. I cannot spell CM Punk. Here, look. A week ago, from Kayfabe News, <laughs> did CM Punk compete in Crown Jewel Battle Royal as Sin Cara? Because, um, in case you didn't know, or am I thinking about the wrong guy? I think Sin Cara just asked for his release from WWE. Let me just double check that. I'm pretty sure he did, though. Um, let me hit the news. Hit the news, not the videos. The news. Yeah. Sin Cara requests WWE release. Says he's stuck and is in value. So, this is the only place that I actually see this. Of course. There's a rumor that CM Punk went to Saudi Arabia and performed in the Battle Royal as Sin Cara. For WWE. I have to look at that video, but that's ridiculous. <sighs> no offense to Sin Cara, but it wouldn't be the first time that WWE replaced the man underneath Sin Cara's mask. I think... I'm not thinking about the wrong person. Wasn't there a two, a two Sin Cara storyline at one point? So if they did run somebody else out of Sin Cara... That's not surprising, especially if there were Saudi Arabia issues where I don't want he didn't want to go. They wanted him to be there anyway in the match, and it could be the reason why Sinkara asked for his release, despite the fact that for years now Sinkara has toiled in the mid card. But no, I don't think CM Punk ever not ever, but I don't think CM Punk went to Saudi Arabia to uh do a do a run-in as a different wrestler. Like, come on. He has tattoos and stuff, man. Like, I haven't seen Sin Cara's outfits for a while, but it'd be pretty hard to cover up all those tattoos. He has very distinctive tats, okay? Anyway. Sheesh. Since Punk turned down All Elite Wrestling... And I've said this before and I'll say it again. He might really, truly, honestly be able to walk away from this. He might, I mean, he spent his entire life up until 2014. Professional wrestling, whether independent, whether um, Ring of Honor, whether Briefston TNA, whether um, FCW, whether uh, ECW, main roster, Raw, SmackDown... He's done it all and seen it all, man. He's put his body through a lot. So, it's a little difficult for me to... think that he's actually going to come back. Now, Bailey in full heel mode, did post a picture of her hanging out with Punk and AJ a few days, like a day or two after... He popped up on backstage. Shit, I'm gonna have to watch backstage tonight. Does that come on at 11? That's, uh, I hope it doesn't come on at 11. I'll be sleeping. Yeah, right. Anyway. Well, that's tomorrow anyway. It's Monday. See, I got my days all mixed up. You ain't gonna hear this till Thursday, but it's Monday for me. 
he might be done, man. And that's okay. That's okay. As fans of everything that he's done in the squared circle, we should be able to respect his right to not wrestle. And some may say it's akin to Barry Sanders, where Barry Sanders, don't quote me, I'm not going to look like what, after 1999 season, uh, said, you know what, I called a career. And he'd only been playing since in the NFL since like 89. Barry Sanders was one of the greatest running backs I've ever witnessed. Barry Sanders is amazing. But he got tired of losing. He got tired of getting beat up. Tired of carrying a team from the running back position. Which is super hard to do. And I can't begin to tell you how many playoff runs that Barry Sanders got took the Lions on. Or got the Lion. How many playoff how many playoff bursts bursts that uh, Barry Sanders helped the Lions to with him putting the team on his back. You know? They never gave him a quarterback that could consistently take the load. Even with Herman Moore and Brett Perryman on both sides of the field and them having career years like in the mid-90s. And Barry was just tired of it, man. He's tired of losing, tired that the right moves weren't being made. And he's like, you know what? That's it. I'm sure that he's not now, obviously. It's been 19 years since he retired, 20 years. I'm sure he's received several offers um, from different football teams at that time. Hey, Barry, you know, come back. You know, we'll get your ring or got this situation, we got this quarterback, got this offensive line, and he listened. Just like Anthony was saying on Browns in our blood last week, Anthony and he, when I was doing my hot takes, it's like, you can you listen you can listen to what somebody has to say, doesn't mean you have to do it, so maybe Punk is really if he never steps into the squared circle again never wrestles again, he's probably perfectly fine with it. And that is probably the main thing that's happening here. I made mention of it before that CM Punk was a really good, uh, what's the word? Um, he's 41, by the way. He just turned 41. I've made mention before that CM Punk was really good on commentary when he's in WWE. It's something that he's doing currently for MMA. Maybe broadcast is something he can do. He's he's in a couple movies that's coming out. I think some have actually come out. There was some horror movie he was in. He's doing some movies. He he has a lot of opportunities to still provide for him and his family. I mean, he wrote that Marvel. He wrote for Marvel a little bit. Uh, he he can do his signings and draw a huge crowd and make money from that. He can damn near do every anything. I mean, and from what I've heard of him he's always been very frugal with his money so he's not hurting for money and I mean there's acting there's voice acting I, I don't think that the CM Punk Phil Brooks money well is going to dry up anytime soon where he's going to have to be like I need this money I need this paycheck so more than likely Punk still does love professional wrestling. He just doesn't want to be in it. And that's fine. So by taking the Fox job, not only does he open himself up to opportunities to maybe work on something else for Fox, because I think, I don't know who has the hockey deal right now, but if this is just a stepping stone to get to maybe doing hockey, I know he would love that because he's all about his hockey. All he talks about is hockey. Mostly Blackhawks, but still. Um, NHL broadcast rights. Uh, NBC Universal. Uh, that's hold on. United States. Oh, look at this. So. Current 10-year agreement begun in 2011. NBC and NBC Sportsnet paid NHL $2 billion or $200 million per season. Apparently, it's coming up at the end of the 21-22 season. 
So... Fox's baseball deal was ending in 2021. Maybe, just maybe, he's positioning himself to... If Fox makes a run at the NHL and gets the NHL, maybe he's putting himself in a position to possibly call some NHL, which would be another dream goal for him, which would be really cool for him. I I don't care for hockey. I'll watch hockey every now and then, but I don't follow it. But maybe that's what his plan ultimately is. And then it just so happens, like, hey, we have professional wrestling, and it happens to be WWE. I'm going to end up. He had he auditioned for it, so it wasn't that he was just handed this. Even though I'm sure him being who he was had something to do with the decision, but maybe he was like, "Let me get my foot in the door doing this," and then sports-wise, if they do start covering NHL, um, or if they do have some kind of other mixed martial arts that comes in, maybe I can cover that for Fox too. Maybe I can lead to a longer broadcast career beyond just this. This WWE thing. So that's one. That's what one thing that he could be thinking. On the other hand, Birdman Hand Rub. Maybe. Just maybe. Just maybe. Somewhere in the back of his mind, maybe CM Punk still wants to headline WrestleMania. Maybe he saw what they did with Ronda in in the year that they had her. How, despite the fact that Ronda was on a majority of Raw's and at almost every pay-per-view how her schedule wasn't that rough I don't remember or recall how many house shows she had but it seemed like there was a lot of time where Rhonda was spending time at home and home is where CM Punk wants to be the most so if If Vince, who's already expressed the public um, apology um, from firing him on his wedding day with the, on a Stone Cold podcast, if Hunter and Punk have matured past their differences, you already know he's a Paul Heyman guy. That's not an issue. If he can come in and get a Ronda type deal where it's like look we want you for this amount of time to do these things he might do it like he always talked about part time wrestlers whether it be The Rock coming in or Batista coming in and he's friends with Batista and friends with The Rock Um, and that was part of Cena's chick was these other wrestlers are coming in and stealing time from other wrestlers that deserve it who were here year-round. And Cena's is more on screen. He probably didn't care so much backstage. But Punk was the one who was saying that stuff. You're not here. Why are you getting these opportunities? Like, one of the reasons he turned heel on Raw 1000, one of the, the whole pushes behind that development was at the top of the show, Cena had cashed in his money in the bank he was going to face Punk for the championship but at the top of Raw 1000 if you remember The Rock showed up and The Rock announced that he had a title shot at Survivor Series the next year that being 2013 mind you the the Rock had wrestled two matches since he came back, air quotes, in 2011. And that was Survivor Series against Awesome Truth with John Cena. And that was the once-in-a-lifetime match that became two-times-in-a-lifetime match 
at WrestleMania 28 in Miami, which I was also by. I was also at, by the way, the big deal. He, Punk's thing was, how does he get this shot at the Royal Rumble? Excuse me, the 2013 Royal Rumble, when he hasn't done anything. That was like the catalyst of the turn because what had happened was, I think, didn't Big Show interrupt the match between Punk and Cena? And Punk was kind of the way they, the way it was going. Punk was losing that match. It did not look good for Punk. Looked like Cena just looked like Super Cena that night. Punk was going to lose the WWE Championship that night. And then Big Show got involved because it was one of those times they needed Big Show to be a heel. And then The Rock hit the ring. And then The Rock got rid of Big Show. And then The Rock's getting ready to uh, hit the people's elbow on Big Show. And that's when Punk came in and hit the clothesline hurt around the world. And went heel. It was amazing. But either Punk is going to sit aside his past, his indifference, his disagreement with part-time performers and come back every now and again, which I don't think he'll, he'll want to do. That That's not him. If he comes back professional wrestling, he doesn't want to just be like, oh, here I am. I'm going to wrestle at... Let, oh, wrestle at SummerSlam and take this L and I'll be around for uh, two months and then I'll be gone again. That's not what Punk is about. What'll actually happen is if he does a Ronda-type deal where it's like, we would like you to work most of the pay-per-views. We will put you in meaningful feuds and put you in the best position possible for you to look good. We're going to ask you to lose some. That's fine. But we're also going to make you... We're going to try to make you look as great as you possibly can. We're not going to make you... We're going to make you work limited house shows. Ask you to work limited house shows. We're not going to ask you to go overseas, which I don't think he'd agree to Saudi Arabia at all. So, I'm not going to ask you to do any of those shows. And if you need time off, we will find ways to get you time off so you can be home with AJ, with April, Ape, and Larry. We want to do our best to accommodate you. I don't think he's the Lesnar type. We're... You know what? I, I've just come to terms with it. I, I fuck with Lesnar. I'm, I'm a fan. Despite the fact he beat Kofi in less than the time of, of a gif on Twitter, that wasn't his call. That was what they wanted. And now with Xavier's um, Achilles injury, Kofi's a tag team champion again, and we're all going to just forget that. Finally, a black guy that looked like me was the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. And that's okay. And I'm not even saying that it's going to happen within the next six months. I don't expect CM Punk to be wrestling at WrestleMania uh, 36. I would like that. But I don't expect that. If, if, if he comes back. It's going to be on a Ronda-type schedule where he is around, but he also kind of makes his own terms. And I also feel like he's going to make sure that this contract is something he can walk away from at any time. So if he's done it for four months and is like, you know what, I kind of hate this. I don't think I want to do this anymore. He will have the right to leave and it'd be fine. I hope that with AEW floating around, floating around, AEW being there now, and with as much attention as professional wrestling has on it now, and as awful and as much as they've tried, like they've, they've made Seth into Super Seth now. He's essentially Cena. They had to have him lose to, to The Fiend after they botched whatever the hell that was <laughs> uh, at two pay-per-views ago. Daniel Bryan's a face now. They're scared to put Roman in any kind of position where he's going to get booed again. They're still living off of his uh, comeback from cancer, which is fine. 
So they're keeping him out of title picture. They have the they're keeping Brock and Fiend away from each other, two different brands. There there is a lot of things that aren't going right for WWE. So if they can just find it in their heads that they want to really do what's best for business and CM Punk wants to be a part of the professional wrestling business that WWE does again. I could see it happening. If it comes together by the time WrestleMania is here, hell yeah. But mostly I feel like this is a foot in the door so that relationships can be repaired. That's what I'm hoping anyway. Like I said, more than likely CM Punk will never, ever, and I mean ever, wrestle for WWE again. Let's let's just be fair. And it sucks. But, maybe, One night at Chicago, L.A., Houston, Orlando, Montreal, Toronto. Maybe one night, cults of personality will come on. And when it does, instead of it being Paul Heyman trolling... Or Dolph Ziggler trolling. I don't think he's done Punk's music, but I know he was... What was it? When he's feuding with Dana Bryan, he was coming out to his music or something like that. Is that right? Maybe... The voice of the voiceless returns. And not just in a t-shirt and shorts. Maybe he'll come back out in the hoodie. With the pads. He could do the shorts. He could do the trunks. The, the Chicago stars emblazoned across them. Maybe WWE Shop can make the can put back out the CM Punk Best in the World shirt that went so crazy. Maybe he'll come back out in that. Maybe he'll sweep the ground. Look at his watch cup his hands around his mouth and shout to the crowd it's clobbering time and then maybe the second city saint will march down that ramp to take on an Alistair Black or whoever just so happens to be asking for a fight in the middle of the squared circle and maybe CM Punk will be back maybe five years has healed all maybe he's just trying to get it in with Fox so he can continue to do sports for him. Maybe he's just trying to have fun. I don't know. I wasn't going to talk about it. But the more I thought about it, as much as I've covered Punk's, uh, I don't want his antics and uh, what's going on in his career since Hyphenation started almost four years ago, it's only right that I addressed the CM Punk size elephant in the room. So, one can only hope. My name is Miles Amadeus Prower. I have what I believe is a pretty cool podcast that you probably never heard of. I Black Man Podcast is a view of a white world, seen with the aid of a black light and a little humor to help you cope. So check out the I Black Man podcast on iTunes and anywhere you listen to podcasts. This is the I Black Man podcast, offensively black. Hyphen Nation is brought to you by Hyphen Podcast Group, Morgantown, West Virginia-based podcast collective, bringing great podcasts to the people, hyphenpodcastgroup.com. And also by Mark Robb. A blog written by my semi-regular co-host, Marcus Show, Mad Love Robinson. He's written quite exquisitely all over that website. 
Make sure you go check out the archives. Read the new post. It's quite worth it. That's the M-A-R-C-R-O-B.wordpress.com. Again, that's the MarkRob.wordpress.com. Yes, we got it out. Okay, Hyphen Nation is also available on your favorite podcast listening platform, whether it be iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or Radio Public or the Avalanche app or TuneIn or on Pocket Cast or on Anchor, which is... um what a hyphenation is powered by a lot of the hyphen podcast group shows are powered by anchor currently. Um, or also on, um, 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 uh, what is the one Simmons uh, luminary? We're on luminary. Not all the shows are on luminary, but some of the shows are on luminary, including hyphenation. So if you're a luminary subscriber, you can listen to hyphenation for free. You don't even have to be a subscriber. You can just listen to hyphenation on luminary. So if you have a favorite podcast listening platform and you can't find hyphenation or any other other great hyphenation podcast, mess that up again. Any of the great hyphen podcast group podcast, sheesh, let me know. And this is how you can contact me for that reason or for any other reason. Be hyphen at gmail.com. B-H-Y-P-H-E-N at gmail.com. On Twitter at B-Hyphen, on Facebook, Hyphen Universe, on Instagram, the B-Hyphen. On the other side of things, hyphen podcast group at gmail.com, hyphen podcast group on Instagram, hyphen podcast group on Facebook, and hyphen pod group on Twitter. So you can reach out to me in any of the places. So if you just want to say I hate your show, that's cool. I'll read your comment. If you want to say I can't find Browns in Our Blood on Luminary, that's cool. I will figure it out for you. Whatever. And while you're on your favorite podcast listening platform, please take the time to uh, to rate the show, especially on iTunes with the five stars. Leave a review. I'll read it good or bad. It does not matter to me. I have tough skin. That's a lie, but I'll still read it. Um, make sure you share, uh, subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tell a friend to tell a friend that it's them again. Pass the word about Hyphen Nation. Let people know what you're listening to. Talk about it at your water cooler at work. If you don't have a water cooler, then just find a place of gathering where, like, even if it's a, a gallon of tea that y'all are sharing, gather at the gallon of tea and talk about hyphenation. That's perfectly fine with me. I won't be mad. I won't mind at all. I will. I'll be fine. You can, if you don't like my CM Punk uh, takes, that's fine. If you think the Popeye's chicken sandwich is trash, that's fine too. That is your prerogative, like Bobby Brown and covered by Britney in 2004. So that's perfectly fine. Okay. Okay, cupcake. <sighs> and so, words of wisdom for today. <sighs> words of wisdom for today. Try not to take people for granted, man. Because so often in our lives, we, uh, you know, we, we go through our day to day and our routines and things like that. And we have certain people that we see on a basis, regular basis, whether that be our, our significant other, our spouse, uh, whether that be your girlfriend, boyfriend, uh, whether that be your, chi- your child, your children, um, whether that be uh, your coworkers, uh, you see them all the time. Uh, you're, you're used to working with them, or maybe maybe you just have a, somebody that you normally talk to on the phone all the time. Uh, that you just you just have this routine of uh, I always talk to this person at this time, and this is our thing. Um, with repetition, you can you can kind of get lazy and not appreciate that person or any people any person that much. So I just recommend that. You don't. You try not to take people for granted. Um, enjoy the time that you share with them. Um, appreciate the things that they uh, do for you, or vice versa. Take pride in the things you're able to do for them. Because uh, uh, just just like with the thing I'm about to say here in a few seconds, I mean, things change like that. So something that's been a consistency in your life could rapidly changed like your best friend could move to New Zealand like that's Matthew um your um I don't know your, the, your mother that you 
the mothers that you <laughs> routinely missed their phone calls and called them back and didn't talk to them much as you should have, maybe they'll suddenly be taken away from you a month apart. Uh, that Those kind of things happen. Don't take people for granted. Maybe... I, I don't know. I don't want to wish anything in existence. Um, so I'm not going to give you any weird examples. Or because people are like, well, what's Hyphen saying here? Um, I call myself Hyphen. Wow. What's Kellen saying here? <laughs> you know? But just try not to take people for granted. Because you don't know. Things change all the time. And quickly. Things will be changing when you think you're in full control of everything's happening. So please try not to take um, people for granted. Okay. Um, with that said, call your mom, call your dad, call your grandmother, call your grandfather, hug your kids, tell them how important they are, how special they are to you. Tell your spouse you love them. Uh, write your brother or brother. Write your cousin a letter. Send your uh, godmother a Facebook post. Send your godfather a meme. Send a postcard to your aunt. Uh, go visit your uncle. Let people know how much they mean to you while they're still here. Give them their flowers while they're still here. Please, 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 please. You never know when it's the time to go. You never know when it's your time to go. Or someone else's. Try to have genuine interactions with people. You never know what the next woman or man is going through. And your kind words could possibly save your save someone's life or someone else's life. You just never know. The power of positivity is real. Get that negativity out of your life no matter what it may be. No matter what you have to do, you got to do you. That's right. So always remember that. Keep that in the back of your head, ladies and gentlemen. Recommendations. I recommended the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Um, other recommendation. I've been listening. Well, I haven't been listening. I've been watching the Terrell show on YouTube. And the Terrell show is done by Terrell Grace. And essentially the show is called Song Association. And Terrell's had a variety of sangers on. Not singers. Sangers. On and I've watched several episodes now, and what it's it's super simple. It's like word association. So, let's say I say, Kellen, your word is magic, and then I have ten seconds to figure out a word that has magic. So my response would be like, twenty-four karat magic in the air, has a toe so player, look out, except. I hope I would sing it way better. But the show's funny. He has a variety of guests. Some people you never heard of. Some people you have heard of. Like, um... Like this person. Oh, Amber Riley. You might know her from Glee. She was on there. And... Um... Oh, who am I thinking of? I know there's a bigger name on there that I watched. That was the reason it got me to watch. Oh, man. For, forget about it. Terrell Grace, the Terrell Show on YouTube. If you like singing, that's that's the show for you. So make sure you check that out. Apologies to Markel Faults. We ran out of time, and you're still trash. So there's that. I appreciate each and every one of y'all that take time to listen to the show. Each play, each like on Instagram, each like on Facebook, every comment. Got a nice comment from Matt Fowdy about the show the other day. Uh, that was super cool. So shout out to Matt Fowdy. Um, appreciate each and every one of y'all listening, man. I love doing this podcast. I really do. It means the world to me. And... As long as somebody out there is enjoying the podcast with me, that's all that matters, man. If you happen to run across the hyphenation RSS feed just laying around somewhere, you know, and you have a favorite podcast, listen to Vice or just somewhere that's like, paste this this RSS feed to listen to hyphenation on this podcast platform. Take 
that RSS feed, that URL you found. Or you can use the old joint, which still works, and that's uh, feeds.feedburner.com slash hyphenation2016. That's right, coming up on our four-year anniversary in January. Take that URL. Turn that bitch sideways. Put it in your favorite podcast listening device. And you can get all 135 episodes of FIRE! Just like that. Easy peasy. Cheer. So without further ado, I have just as much fun doing the damn outro as I do the segments. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I am Kellen Conley. This has been the Barack Obama Approved World's Greatest Podcast. Hyphenation. Hyphenation, as Aaliyah would say. Thanks, y'all. and comment. This has been a Hyphen Podcast Network production. They're the bestest. I'm getting paid at exposure.